Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of F Your Fact Check. Um, I'm Aaron Elizabeth. I'm Adam Jacobs. And just to give you kind of a rundown on on the purpose of this, um, I think we all, most people in the United States, have a some sort of social media account, whether that is Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. And especially during election season, there is a lot of information floating around, specifically in 2020. And sometimes it's really difficult to sort through what is real, what's not, what's opinion, what's fact. And the purpose of F Your Fact Check is to kind of help bring some light to some of the, not necessarily the conspiracy theories that are floating around out there, but maybe some of the... um, the, the hype fa- words. And, and the Facebook posts. Yeah. And those things just get randomly retweeted and just causes a nightmare in your head and you just can't <laughs> get it out of your head. We want to really just push this out to you guys and fact check some of these ridiculous claims that are out there and maybe even some that aren't quite ridiculous and some things that we need to tell people, um, such as how to vote, where to vote. Um well, we not are how not, to vote, not how to vote. Exactly. Not how to vote. We will. Well, <laughs> you know how to vote, how to go to a place. Oh, and vote. OK. Not, <laughs> no. Yeah. No, we, <laughs> we 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 will be staying away from a left or right leaning um, media here. We are actually just fact checking the, the things that are in the news um, during the week. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we'll we are we're going to try and stay in, as unbiased as possible. Um, first and foremost, I think that's incredibly important when you're looking at fact checking. Um, and there's there are some very odd things floating around the internet, and some of them have solid bases to them, solid truths to them, that have just gotten compounded or um, exaggerated through social media. And so we're trying to find, for us too, and for everybody else out there, we're trying to find the root cause of some of these exaggerated points and what's actually what's actually the important pieces to know neither adam and i or are journalists of any sort we are not um we are not a part of any political affiliation we are just we live in the suburbs in texas and we're just kind of tired of having to sort through so much so much different so many different types of media and so many different opinions on social media and it's just kind of gotten to the point that it's very obvious that a lot of people are tired of doing the same thing and it's really really easy to see a facebook post from one of your friends or family who you you know trust in in most ways in life and get really confused by the sources of some of their claims and opinions um so we're just we're trying to make ourselves more knowledgeable about all of the subjects going around right now, as well as helping out anybody else that may need it. You know, let's uh, let, let, let's take that and uh, and, and share an example of that. There was an article on the Onion that was floating <laughs> around, um, and I believe um, if uh, we can pull up this article, I believe that the article stated what exactly. The headline read, Desperate CDC now just claiming wearing a mask will make you rich and famous beyond wildest dreams. Wow. I mean, I'm all in. Yeah. I mean, this was posted on uh, July 23rd, 2020. I will absolutely wear a mask now. And for anybody who's not familiar with The Onion, The Onion is a satirical website that all of their news articles, quote unquote, news articles are 
completely based in satire. None of it's actually true. That's the entire point of the website. But unfortunately, there are people out there that, that don't know that. And without knowing, without reading a whole bunch into the onion, they would they could possibly see a headline and go, oh my gosh, why in the world would the CDC ever claim that this is going to make them rich and famous? And what does this have to do with anything going on in our world? Well, the easy part is it doesn't because it's all satire. But it's, it's just proof that if you f- look hard enough, you can find some very odd things in the internet, a lot of which is not true. And I don't really think we have to look that far with, uh, or that hard with social media these days. I mean, this yeah. came up on my Facebook page. Somebody, yeah. somebody shared it, and the comments down were, "Oh my goodness, this is ridiculous. The CDC doesn't know what they're doing anymore." <laughs> and it's, uh, guys, it's the onion. Come on. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of people, if you don't spend a whole lot of time on the internet, how in the world would you ever know about the onion? Oh yeah, agreed. I mean, we could probably, if we really wanted to. F- like really dig deep, we could probably find out who the uh, the onion's key demographic is, and I would be willing to bet that it's probably a younger generation. So maybe the older generations may not have a clue what the onion is because they've just they don't spend as much time online. That's as fair. The younger ones do. That's fair. That's completely a guess. So that's just an example of some of the things that we're going to be going over uh, through F your fact check. We're going to be going through some silly things, some important things, but uh, the most important thing that we want to get across to you guys is facts and facts only. Um, We won't inject our own opinions. Um, You may infer some opinions, but we we are just here to state fact and fact alone and take those articles and tear them apart. This week we it started it confused me when I first started seeing some of these headlines. I was I was a little bit lost on where they came from just because I had there was a couple of days in a row that I did not go online a whole lot. I did not watch the news a whole lot. So when I finally did get back to social media, there was a quote floating around that really confused me and I had to spend more time than I really cared to digging into what where this quote came from and what it actually meant. And the quote, and, and I'm sure a lot of people have seen this by this point, um, the quote is, this week the CDC quietly updated the COVID number to admit that only 6% of all the 153,504 deaths recorded actually died from COVID. That's 9,210 9, deaths. The other 94% had two to three other serious illnesses and the overwhelming majority were of advanced age. That's the quote that was floating around. And I did some digging and it turns out that it was a it was a tweet. It originated from a tweet by a supporter of QAnon. Um, and it, yeah, for those of you who don't know who QAnon is, they're a far-right conspiracy theory group. And I mean, they... they just- most bizarre things i've ever heard we can do an entire episode on QAnon, and we may do that at some point because we just don't have the time and in right now to go into it because it is kind of it's a complex group with complex beliefs um but i'll let you i right now i'll let you you know it is a far-right conspiracy theory group um but the original tweet was tweeted by a supporter of QAnon and Twitter had to go in and remove the tweet, which was the, that was the problem that I was having with it because it was kind of hard to, to look at this and go, okay, 160, 153,000 deaths when this, you know, occurred and only 6% actually died. And after doing some research and I'm going to provide 
all of our sources. Basically, what I was able, the summary of what I was able to find was the 6% that the CDC is referring to is six, only 6% 6 of the COVID deaths only had COVID. They had no other underlying causes. They had no other illnesses, nothing. Now, to be clear, this a lot of the underlying causes could be anything from obesity to diabetes to asthma, all the way up to heart disease, cancer, et cetera, et cetera. That's kind of why it was a strange quote to read, because you look at that and your you kind of, your first reaction is okay, so only nine thousand people have actually died from COVID. The others had other things. Well, the other things weren't necessarily going to kill them. Chronic diseases may may cause death later on. People can live with obesity for years. People can live with diabetes for years. So let's let's let's, let's bring that a little bit closer to home. Um, uh, both your father and my father have um, have heart conditions. Yeah. And guess what? They're in no risk of dying right now. Right. Absolutely no risk at all. But somebody with those conditions contracts COVID. And it gets worse. And it gets worse yes. and they die. And therefore, the underlying condition with with the complications yep. of COVID is the death. Now, one of those people are the 94% that this claim uh, states. Yes. It was not their time. Yeah. So therefore, yeah, it's a death. This quote seems to think that if he contracted COVID, that he shouldn't be counted as part of those deaths because he had yeah. something else, which is absolutely asinine. So it's it's... That's why the quote is a little bit, it's, you can call it misleading, you can call it vague, maybe is the right, or left up to interpretation. The, the quote is just, the quote is troublesome just because if you haven't read the actual CDC report that was put out um, a few days ago, then you're not going to understand everything that went into this person writing this particular quote. And, and not only that, I mean, the CDC continuously updates their data. Yeah. This is, and this is nothing that we all didn't already know. Yeah. Everybody and the CDC itself has stated throughout the entire time that this has begun that anybody with an underlying condition or is at more 65. risk or over 65 with an underlying condition is at more risk of dying or having severe reactions to COVID-19. Yeah. Um, this so, is just putting actual numbers to the risk. Yeah. So this absolutely does nothing to the current data that we, that we have. It's just stating the fact that they were right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah anyways yeah and i mean i've i have pulled up i've done some research and i've pulled up um i try i try to the sources that i use and everybody has their the sources that they trust um i try to use sources that are historically unbiased that are historically neutral journalistic sources along with scholastic sources whether that is you know the princeton review or things coming out of like um, notre dame or harvard that kind of thing um simply because i like to have a broader a broader spectrum than just what i see on the news and what i read on the ap or npr um, there's some scholastic information out there. I like to read those scholastic studies as well to have a well-rounded view of things because sometimes that makes a difference. Sometimes it's very hard to f not to find things that are, are unbiased, that are truly unbiased. And that's just the that's just the world that we live in right now with journalism. Um, I know that you know the uh, the term fake news gets thrown around a lot, and I don't personally I don't believe that all news is fake news. I believe that 
most news is biased or is leaning one way or the other. So I have to try and sort through what is not so biased uh, as opposed to quote unquote fake news. And that and that's the same thing with statistics too. I mean, you could take news the same way with, with statistics. I'm yeah. a numbers guy. So I look at statistics. I look at raw data. I look at numbers and you can always take data and statistics, take out a few key key points or uh, a few, you could just take out a couple of variables and boom, it tells you the story that you want to hear, that you want to express to the people that are listening. And it, that just drives me crazy. I'm, I'm a big fan of showing the whole picture and explaining where you want people to focus while you have a defense on what other people may focus in order to challenge you on those numbers. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, you could easily look at that original quote that, you know, was retweeted God knows how many times and go, well, no, the numbers say only 6% died of COVID. But without knowing where that number came from, it's a little bit hard to justify and to defend that point. Mm -hmm. Where did the number come from? How did we get to that number? What are, what are all the statistics and this, what, what is the statistical significance to that number basically? And statistics, I, background, I did, um, my bachelor's degree is in psychology. So statistical significance was everything when we were talking about clinical trials and hard numbers, factual numbers. So you may hear me refer to statistical significance multiple times. I mean, I'm looking at, at things from health.com, factcheck.org, which is, I like factcheck.org, but it does tend to lean a little bit. The, the fact check does have a little bit of lean to it. it. They, 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 they fact check only what they want to, fact, they check. Want to fact check. However, with that said, they still back it up with significant evidence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for the most... I just wish they would do a little bit broader... <laughs> a broader spectrum. No, yeah, I, a broader spectrum. No, that's fair. But I, they... I mean, they, they have done a good job of, you know, telling us where these numbers came from. Um, it was... This is... On factcheck.org, it's called CDC did not admit only 6% of rec recorded deaths from COVID-19. Uh, it was posted on September 1st. Um, and it does, it shows where it came from, um, that it, you know, references in the, the QAnon account. And it references how we, how they got to the 6% like we had spoken about previously and they also mentioned that these are weekly updates yeah these we these, these updates are weekly there's nothing new it's just some guy yeah. wanted to tweet this out there and it got picked up by one of the more prolific tweeters on the face of the earth and it just spread like wildfire yeah. snopes.com is a little bit like fact check um factcheck.org it they pick and choose what they want to fact check but they're they are a little bit broader and they're given a rating of absolutely false. Yeah. They're not even saying that it's a twi it's twisted lies or anything like or or twisted truth or just misleading. They're saying it's just flat out false. Yeah, it says as COVID's as governments fight the COVID nineteen pandemic, Snopes is fighting an infodemic of rumors and misinformation. So they're have they're kind of going on the same page that we are about trying to figure out what's what's real and what's not, thanks to all of these retweets and reposts. In this case, it says hardline conservatives, including, I'm directly quoting this, hardline conservatives, including U.S. President Donald Trump, promoted the idea in August 2020 that the public health agency suddenly changed its methods for reporting COVID-19 mortality statistics. And as a result, viral social, me social media posts alleged America only tallied about 9,000 fatalities, or roughly 6% of the more than 150,000 deaths. Uh, many believers, including conspiracy theorist Jeff Berwick, dubbed the alleged change by the CDC evidence that people other than his followers were exaggerating the seriousness of the pandemic. 
This is the problem with, with quotes like this and how fast things can go viral. Because if you don't have the time, and a lot of us don't, a lot of us are working. We may be single parents, or even if we're not single parents, we're still parents and we're still, you know, especially now when half of the world is still trying to do their job and homeschool their kid and not go crazy staring at the four walls of the inside of their house. It gets, you just don't have the time a lot of times to try and track down where the, where this stuff came from. That's what they're pointing to. Um, and when more and more and more high profile people retweet the same kind of skewed quote, it gets really cloudy and it really does start spreading like wildfire. And it does make it harder for those of us, I, I hope that those of us, the, those of us that I'm referring to is the majority, but it, it does make it harder for those of us who are trying to find the source of this and what it actually means. AP posted about it or did it wrote an article about it too on August 31st and the article of the AP, I love the AP. The AP is my go-to. That's the one opinion that I will give you just because I like how unbiased it is. And the fact that they have uh, multiple sources, they will not yeah. publish anything until it has been double confirmed at the bare minimum. Yeah. Their headline is the CDC has not reduced the death count related to COVID-19. So their headline, I appreciate because it does kind of make me go, even just the headline makes me go, okay, so there are two sides to the story. I need to dig further. And they, they said, you know, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention did not backpedal on the number of deaths caused by COVID-19, as social media posts claimed. Um, this term only 6% trended widely on Twitter over the weekend as supporters of the QAnon conspiracy theory promoted tweets that falsely suggested the CDC had updated its records. It seems this is now the, I've referenced, I think, four sources at this point. All of them point back to QAnon, which is important because they're all consistent. Um, so I look for things like that. Very, very consistent pieces of information when trying to put together a story. This is why I don't read just one article and make a judgment based on one article. Because if I'd come across, you know, by the fourth or fifth article, if I'd come across an article that reported that it wasn't a QAnon, that it was, you know, a Democratic supporter on the other side, then I'd be going, okay, now nobody knows what in the world they're talking about because even the journalistic sources can't get their back. Yeah. Their factory, and you know, in today's world, it's it, it, it's really up to each one of us um, to um, it, it, we hold the responsibility of spreading this uh, false and misleading data um, out to the world. Uh, we need to take the responsibility and say, you know what, this this seems weird to me. Let me quickly Google this, and I believe that I mean one quick Google search, and you can yeah you can find anything and everything. Um, For example, it, I'm gonna go, I've got my laptop up in front of me. And I can, I can take a screenshot and post this too. Um, I'm Google searching CDC 6%. That's all I'm going to put in. And the news articles that come up are, I've got 204,000 results. And the first four are all claiming how <laughs> yeah. false it is. No, CDC did not reduce the coronavirus death count. The and next one, did CDC quietly update COVID-19 deaths to say only 6%? So, I mean, yeah, it takes more keystrokes than clicking the share button. But come on, guys. It's, let's, it's still pretty. Let, mean, let's work together. Let's let's share the accurate news and mm -hmm. um and, and stuff like this just isn't helping. I mean, this this reminds me of that. What was that? That Clinton conspiracy theory that um, Hillary Clinton was running a uh, child sex ring out of the back of a pizza shop. They were, they were calling it PizzaGate. Oh, and, and see, and I heard that she was eating pieces like parts of babies, which I don't I, I understand mean, where any of this came from. 
Uh, yeah. So let, let, let's avoid going down that path, guys. It's 2020. We don't need any more baby eating. And for the record, I, I generally stay away from trying to figure out where those type of stories came from because there's, I, I mean, I obviously think there's no substance to that, but you know. You know, so and, um, we, there is one more thing that we want to discuss before closing out this episode. Um, we wanted to discuss the the quotes have been going around lately about double voting uh, and uh, attempting to go out to the polls twice or turning in your so absentee ballot yeah. and going to the polls just to make sure your vote counted. Ladies and gentlemen, the act of doing so is a federal crime. Please don't do it. <laughs> do not send in your absentee v- ballot and then go vote. Just you showing up at the polls and attempting to do it is a crime. <laughs> it is also illegal to convince another person to do so. So, ladies and gentlemen, if your state <laughs> is doing the absentee ballots and you don't feel safe going to the polls because of the current pandemic, please send in that absentee ballot. It will be vote. It will count as a vote. But don't double. Don't 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 do it again at the polls. I well, mean, that's just don't do it. And it's important to note that most, we, like I said, we live in Texas. Um, it is important to note that from my understanding, Texas does this, the county that we live in does this. If you have an absentee ballot or a mail-in ballot, you can physically take that ballot to certain locations, certain um, election offices, and hand it to somebody instead of putting it in the mail if you don't necessarily trust the USPS, which is understandable too given... Again, given the current landscape and everything that has transpired over the last couple of months. I mean, they've lost a lot of my stuff, too, in yeah. the past. So I can I can understand why people would be a little bit... Yeah, it is important to note that most of these, where you drop off the absentee or the mail-in ballots, if you choose to take it in somewhere, more often than not, it is not the polling locations. So don't automatically assume that it's the polling location that you can go drop it off at. It is an election office. Harris County, I believe, has... Oh, I looked it up the other day. Harris County doesn't have a lot. There's a ton of polling locations, but I believe there's. it's the Harris County election... No, Harris County clerk's offices. But it's only specific ones. So the point is, because I don't have this information right in front of me, um, the point is, if you plan on doing an absentee or mail-in ballot and you want to physically drop it off... Please look up online, type into Google or Bing or whatever search engine you like these words, mail in ballot drop off, and then your county name, your county and state. And you should be able to easily find where you can drop off those those mail in ballots. Because the last thing that we want anybody to do is to mail it in and then try and go vote and either get arrested or fined. And I don't even know if the votes will count then or if they flag your ballot nothing is really set in stone right now. So I I wouldn't put it past any, I'm not trying to create a conspiracy theory. I'm just trying to illustrate. We don't know what that would do to your ballot. Go with what you know. If you're, if you're not safe, if you don't feel safe going out to the polls due to the pandemic, do your absentee ballot and it will be counted. Yes. If you feel comfortable going to the polls, go to the polls, whatever the case may be, ladies and gentlemen, vote. It doesn't matter which, what you vote for, or what your morals are, or anything of the sort. All that matters is that we vote. There are some states, too. Um, I my, my brother lives in California. California has implemented a online tracking system. So if you do a mail-in ballot, you can actually track your ballot through the mail. 
you can log in and see that it's still in transit, that it has arrived at the office, and that it has been counted. Um, Texas announced today, I believe, that they are trying to implement the same kind of thing. So it sounds like multiple states are going down the road of getting on board with 2020 and technology. Um, so check on check your state's um, stance on that kind of thing. There may be it may be a little bit easier to track your ballot that way as well. If you don't feel like you don't feel comfortable enough going into the polling locations, basically just go vote. Yeah, doesn't just matter. Sure doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what you're voting for. Just vote. That's a beauty. That's a beauty of what we can do with our voices. It doesn't matter what we believe in. All that matters is that our vote can be or our voice can be heard, and that can be done through the polls. Yeah, and there's there's quite a few places online that you can if you don't know if you're registered or not. Um, you can type into Google M. I'm doing it right now. Am I registered to vote? And it is, you can go to vote.org. You can go to usa.gov. One of the bigger ones is voteamerica.com. In Texas, you can go to votetexas.gov. There's there's a slew of sources out there to find out if you're registered, what the deadlines are to register, and what the deadlines are for early voting and election day. Just don't use the onion. Just don't use the onion. <laughs> That's a really good point. Okay, guys. Well... That's uh that's it for the first episode of um, F your fact check. Uh, we will be back next week. We plan to do this on a weekly podcast, um, and we're really looking forward to what we can do uh, through the next podcast. We will have communication set up so that you guys can contact us, give us some uh, some leads, <clears throat> and we can go that direction. Yeah. So if you have any ideas for if you want want us to fact check anything specific uh, within reason. Um, let us know. All right, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs>